Welcome back. Hour number two. Bill Michaels Show. Continuing on. Good to have you today. Thursday. I don't know about you, but the week feels like it's flying by. It just does. I don't know why. It just does. Feeling good. Uh, 877-867-1670. Good brewer stuff in the first hour of the program. Uh, and we talked a little bit about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. More so Aaron Rodgers in the picture of him buying the crystals. Boy, some people just get pissed. Some people get mad. They, uh, they, they took the pictures of Rodgers, and there was a couple of people that said, hey, does he look a little heavy around the midsection? So I put the pictures up side by side. Nothing to see here. Stop picking on Rodgers. It's, it's merely a question. If you say no, no big deal. That's fine. There was a couple of people that said, yeah. I even thought to myself, eh, just he's usually, if you take a picture, the picture of him walking into camp last year when he came in in the uh, Nicolas Cage outfit versus that, it's a little different. It's a little different. Um, meanwhile, on the uh, four-letter network, ESPN, Rob Domofsky, reporter for the Green Bay Packers or covering the Green Bay Packers for ESPN, had this to say about the Rodgers situation. Laura, the ball seems to be in the Jets' court, or at least I'm told that's the way the Packers are looking at it. Now, we know both general managers, Brian Gutekunst of the Packers and Joe Douglas of the Jets, met last week in Phoenix at the annual owners' meetings, but they obviously left without finishing a deal. The way I understand it, the Packers are waiting for the Jets to meet their terms, not the other way around, which would indicate that the Packers think that they have the leverage right now. But for how long is the question? If a deal doesn't get done before the draft, which, as you mentioned, is just three weeks away, then perhaps the leverage shifts to the Jets after that. However, that's really only if there's not another team involved. At some point, if the Packers feel like they can't get a deal done with the Jets, the question is, would they try to entertain anything from another team? Hmm. The difficulty there is that we know that Rodgers has stated publicly that he wants to play for the Jets, and he would obviously have to approve any trade uh, to another team where he would go. Early on, Laura, I was told that there was at least one other team that was interested in Rodgers, but to this point, that has not materialized. So there you go. There you go. So uh, at this point, they were told another team was interested in Rodgers, but that has not materialized. 877-867-1670, 877 uh, Hit us up again, 877-867-1670. Um, thoughts? Did you catch all of that? Did you catch all of that? The uh, the possibility of another team being there. 877-867-1670. Ben, uh, this, is, uh, this is Jesse who said, I didn't understand all of that. Play it again real quick. This is Rob Domofsky and the update regarding the Packers, who did have discussions at the owners' meetings. And as we're sitting here uh, today, it's three weeks away from the NFL draft. Time is ticking. Packers want a draft choice this season or two or whatever it is they can get this season to begin to bolster this team. The Jets, they're standing uh, firm. They don't want to give up that 13th overall pick. This is, again, what Rob Domofsky had to say. 
Laura, the ball seems to be in the Jets' court, or at least I'm told that's the way the Packers are looking at it. Now, we know both general managers, Brian Gutekunst of the Packers and Joe Douglas of the Jets, met last week in Phoenix at the annual owners' meetings, but they obviously left without finishing a deal. The way I understand it, the Packers are waiting for the Jets to meet their terms, not the other way around, which would indicate that the Packers think that they have the leverage right now. But for how long is the question? If a deal doesn't get done before the draft, which as you mentioned is just three weeks away, then perhaps the leverage shifts to the Jets after that. However, that's really only if there's not another team involved. At some point, if the Packers feel like they can't get a deal done with the Jets, the question is would they try to entertain anything from another team? Hmm. The difficulty there is that we know that Rodgers has stated publicly that he wants to play for the Jets, and he would obviously have to approve any trade uh, to another team where he would go. Early on, Laura, I was told that there was at least one other team that was interested in Rodgers, but to this point, that has not materialized. So there you go. The Packers are waiting for the Jets, not vice versa. The Packers are waiting for the Jets for all of this to happen. And that's, uh, you know, whether or not another team jumps into the mix, we'll wait and see. But um, the, the, the Packers are just waiting for the phone to ring and the Jets to go, okay. I don't know if, and I don't think there has not been a report uh, of another team jumping into the mix. There has been speculation. Um, there has been outward, I guess, discussion that could this be something that if indeed this doesn't happen, what if this happens or what have you. But there has not been, you know, the the discussion that the and maybe the Packers are just staying extremely tight lipped, but there's not been the discussion that yes, San Francisco called, yes, San Francisco made an offer, yes, it's being considered. There's none of that. Jason said, if no trade happens, do you think Aaron Rodgers is going to be under center in Green Bay, or do you think it's going to, he's going to retire if nobody wants him? Um, I still think, and again, I you know, sixty percent of me thought he'd be under center in Green Bay to begin with. And now, after all this has transpired, I, and he has mentally moved on, unless Aaron has expressed some interest to say, hey, don't don't give me away because that will make me look bad. Uh, but I got to think that Rodgers, who stated that he was not happy that the Packers were, quote, shopping him around or shopping around, he was uh, a little taken aback. And since then, Gutekunst has come out firing, saying, hey, we made numerous calls. This guy never picked up the phone, never answered us. You know, and clearly the the Packers were not going to go quietly into that good night. So the rift, I think, has grown rather large um, there, at least publicly, behind closed doors. I don't know. But there has been no discussion from, quote, sources with the 49ers or anybody else for that matter that says the 49ers have indeed jumped in. I think right now, dealing above board, handshake, man up agreements it's the jets and the packers and the packers are waiting on the jets to go okay or come back with another magnanimous offer that's where i think all of this is at could it could it end up getting ugly sure it could again i've said uh you know a bunch of times i I said look if 
you have not been to a Super Bowl since 1969, and you firmly believe, as Woody Johnson does, that Aaron Rodgers is going to get you to a Super Bowl, why would you not give up a first-round draft choice for that? Why are you gonna why are you gonna bring in Lazard and talk to these other people and bring in Nathaniel Hackett? Why are you gonna take the ball right down to the goal line and then throw it away? Why would you do that? So yeah, you wanna you wanna stay solid, but remember who holds all the aces? Because what the Jets have is that thirteenth pick, and that's an ace, right? The Packers have Aaron Rodgers. That's an ace. The Jets, they don't have any other quarterback. They could go into another area of the market. They could look at Lamar Jackson or something to that effect. But that's it, right? The Packers' ace is you screw us over, you take us past the draft, you don't give us what we want, we'll hang on to them. We'll have another month, more than a month, and we'll, we'll hang on to that pick. Or we'll hang on to this commodity. That's our other ace because if we go past June 1st, you've already screwed us out of this year. So this year it goes by the wayside. So now we're going to start looking at next year. And that's when the door can open up for other teams because we can make a deal after June 1st and Rodgers could go somewhere else and we get relief. Not only will we get more draft choices next year, we'll get relief, cap relief. So I think for the team holding more aces, it's the Packers. It's not the Jets. The Jets want to get him. They want to get him in a camp. They want to get him working with these young guys. They want to get him working with Nathaniel Hackett. That's If you listen to the radio stations in New York, that's what everybody's discussing. Rodgers is going to come back. He's going to have a chip on his shoulder. He's going to show the world this is what they want to do. Get him in. He's, he, you know, all of that. Packers, they're like, look, we got a quarterback. We've committed to this guy. We have taken enough crap from the other quarterback. We made it known. We called him. We wanted to be communicative. We wanted to be transparent. We wanted to talk to you. You didn't call us back. You didn't text us back. Very little communication. You didn't give us much of a choice. That's on you. All you had to do is say you're coming back. That's all you had to do. You want to go play all the games and do all your things, that's fine. Nobody says you can't do that. But there is certain responsibilities to running a football team. The number one commitment is to the Green Bay Packers, not to the Aaron Rodgers Packers. So now you sit, now you wait. Now you wait. Packers hold more aces than the Jets do. Jason says, funny that Rodgers hasn't fired back since Goody said that we did call. That just shows me that Rodgers does not know what to say because the Packers aren't just going to sit silent like they have in the past. Yeah, he hasn't uh, he hasn't done – but then again, his contract's up on McAfee right now. He doesn't have to do it until you get into the regular season or if he wants to go on. But, uh, yeah, again, it's what's not said. And I told you, it's, there was no follow-up. Because my questions would have been, hey, Aaron, you know, uh, when he makes the statement about, you know, yeah, I would have loved transparency. I go into the darkness, and I was 90% sure I was going to retire, and I came out, and I found out they were shopping me around, and, you know, now my intention is to play. It's almost like he was ready to say, you know, I want to take my talents to South Beach like LeBron did. Now he says, you know, my intentions are to play for the New York Jets, and he makes the announcement, and Jets Nation goes nuts. Great. 
My follow-up question would have been, so you were going into the darkness 90%? Did, the, did you tell the Packers that? And wait for the answer. If he says, no, you know, I, I really wasn't sure to, uh, totally myself, because now he's painting himself into the corner. And then you would say something to the effect of, you know, so how many times did you talk to Brian Gutekinds in the offseason? How many times did they reach out to you? Because, again, you're the one that says they don't reach out, they're not inclusive, they don't uh, they don't treat players with humanity, they're just commodities and pieces of meat. So did Brian Gutekinds reach out to you? Really, how many times did you talk to him? How many times when he reached out did you call him back? Did you reach out to him? None of those questions were asked. You know why? Because you know the answer. Sometimes it's what's not said rather than what is said. And you're not going to have McAfee and A.J. Hawk. And I respect those guys because they get him on the program. And they got to do what they got to do to keep that guest on the program because everybody in the world listens. So you don't want to cut off the nose, your nose to spite your face. But there wasn't any follow-up. And I, I'm sitting here. I was listening to all of that, and I was screaming. I'm like, well, you got to ask him the question. It's It's the giant pink elephant in the room. Have you communicated with the Packers? And if not... Did they call you? Did they reach out to you? Did they text you? Did, did they want to talk to you about all of this? Did they want to discuss your future? They gave you a month off? Did they just want to touch base to see where your head was at? Any of that? No, none of that was asked. None of that was asked. 877-867-1670-877-867-1670. Give us a shout. We'd love to hear from you. Hey, our friends over there at Cunis RV, Cunis RV, the fastest-growing RV dealer, and voted the best in the state of Wisconsin. Voted the best. That Hands down, by, by that industry, voted the best. So if you're looking for any type of fifth-wheel, motorhome, travel trailer, camper van, you name it, they've got it. They have got Jayco. They have got Nexus. They have got Thor. They have got uh, Winnebago. I mean, I can go on and on. they got Redwoods. They you just so many different varieties and kinds, and the best part about it is uh, right now they've got some terrific financing, and their inventory is massive. Get a hold of our friends at Cunis RV. Go to K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. That is CunisRV.com. And uh, also, if you're taking, you know, maybe your trade-in, you can do that. And they've got consignment. And uh, another service that they're coming up with is concierge service. So maybe you store it with them, and you only take it out when you want it, but you bring it back, and instead of you cleaning it up, they clean it up. They clean it up, they drain it, they empty it, all that kind of stuff, store it for you, and then when you're ready to bring it back out, you do that. They're starting consignment or uh, uh, concierge services as well. Something else to check into with our friends at Cunis RV, Wisconsin's fastest-growing RV dealer. Go to Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Fry coming up tomorrow night as we get into uh, 
Good Friday and such. If you're looking to get out and uh, looking for a really good fish fry, uh, they have that salted rye bread. That's Stoley's Hog Alley and Stoles 0109. Stoley's Hog Alley is out there on Oconomowoc uh, slash Summit. Uh, Stoles 0109 is in Watertown, but uh, they have voted the best fish fry. They're just fantastic out there in Lake Country, and they have a terrific atmosphere. And I can't wait uh, next week. i got to assume that the new upstairs deck is going to be open. Uh, at Stoley's Hog Alley since they renovated because it's going to be in the 70s mid-next week. Uh, I cannot wait. Just looking forward to it big time. Tell Jeff and Alicia they're great people. Tell them I said hi, and I will certainly see them this weekend at some point. But uh, nevertheless, Stoley's Hog Alley and Lake Country and Stoles 0109 up in Watertown, both places, fantastic. And come riding season, oof, it's a place I love to go. Both of them, as a matter of fact, both of them. Love both of those places. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Mike says, trade Rodgers to the Texans. Make them suffer with a horrible team. He will retire before that happens. And then you end up standing there with uh, the money in your hand going, here you go. That's a problem. Will says, I hope the Packers uh, trade Rodgers to San Fran so they can destroy their offense and lose the home game when they are the number one seed. Do you think he's ever going to spread the ball around? No. He's going to do as he's always done over the last four years. Throw it to one receiver, miss all the open guys. This guy is not a team player, but a guy, a my guy player. Shanahan would be stupid to take him. That's according to Will. We'll appreciate the uh, the note over on the live stream for many of you that are watching there today. Uh, I wish the Packers could just give Rodgers to the Jets. If the Jets would just take on all the salary, imagine how many free agents the Packers could actually sign with an extra $40 million bucks. That's from Mike. You are correct. Um, well, they're all gone for what's one. That? All, the, all the good free agents have signed. Yeah, there's not many. That would be next offseason. The only time that you could find yourself a free agent at this point is if, like Rodgers, there's other – salary cap casualties after June 1st. There will be some veterans that are making good money that are going to be on the open market. They're going to get cut. Uh, if they can't find trade pa- trade pieces for them, they're going to get cut. So that's the only thing that you would be able to do is say, come June 1st, if you have money to spend, there you go. You're able to go out and maybe get a guy or two to fortify your team in an area that you desperately need it. I don't know what will be available. I haven't taken a look at what the, the rosters are going to look like, but... Um, but you would assume there's going to be some cuts on June 1st for some players that just aren't earning or that are earning way too much money as opposed to what their, you know, their, their level of play is. Which is yeah. where Goody has excelled and, frankly, where all of the great yeah. GMs excel. Belichick yep. excels there. Uh, Howie Roseman in Philly excels there. Brett Feach probably yep. does as well. But Goody can, like, three, last two, three years has crushed it at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if when you find those guys and you're able to put those guys on your roster and be able to bolster your team because of that, absolutely. Um, you know, you can you can you can go from having a weakness to a strength just like that if you find that right diamond in the rough coming out of that June first cutdown day. So I, I would agree with that. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seven. Let's get to the phone calls. Let's open them up, if you will. Let's go to our buddy Mike listening to us in Whitewater. Michael, how you doing, pal? Mike, Mike gone, Mike gone. 
Uh, Scott says, all I want for my birthday today is for Rodgers to get traded and get this thing done so the Packers can finally just move on. Willie says, the drama is killing me. Every day I wake up to see that nothing has been done, nothing is being said, nobody is talking about it other than the speculation that continues to run rampant through the media. Will Rodgers, Goody, and Douglas just make up their mind already? Damn it. Thanks for the email, Willie. Appreciate it. Um... Rodgers really doesn't have much to say about this. I think the only thing Rodgers could do at this point, and Rodgers may have been, and I can't imagine David Dunn calling Aaron going, hey, shut your mouth, but it doesn't help Rodgers to press the situation um, because it's a business, and for as much as he wants to be treated as this, not only this tremendous Hall of Fame commodity, but this human being and such as well, there is a business side to it. You got you, you would be stupid if you're Gudikins, um, to just willy nilly willy nilly just throw them away for you know few lower end draft choices that you really never had any intention of grabbing. You know you you got to do your due diligence. Goody said it. Um, I thought that was kind of a. It was he talked about coming down off of the first round draft choice. I don't know if it'll happen or something to that effect. But he did say you gotta get return, you know, commensurately on the level of player you're giving up. And and I you know, because of the longevity of Rogers of what he may or may not be able to do, or how long he may or may not be around, I understand that side of it. But like I said, if you are sitting there as a Jets fan and you're thinking this is my legitimate shot at getting to a championship, something we have not done since 1969, what would you not give to at least get that opportunity in the building? You have to be reasonable. You can't give away the farm. But what would you not give to get there? I mean, you you, you now have the longest playoff drought of any of the four major sports. You're talking about just getting to the postseason at this point. So if you want to, like I said, it's kind of like, you know, you're driving, you're driving, you're driving, you're driving, you're dinking and dunking your way down the field. You're doing all these little things. You're flying out to California. You're bringing in Alan Lazard. You're talking to these other guys. You're waiting to pull the trigger for if Rogers comes walking through the door. Nobody's calling Cobb. Nobody's calling Lewis. Everybody's just sitting there. OBJ's still out on his tour trying to figure out something that he wants to do. But all that stuff's right there for the taking. You're sitting there waiting on Rogers, but you, you, you're like on the goal line. And now you're going to throw it away? Then again, that would be very Jets-esque to do. Unless, of course, you go after Lamar Jackson and jump into that mix all of a sudden. But you know, you're you're that's why the that, that's why the Packers are probably pretty smart, saying when they call, they call, and if they don't call, they don't call, because if the phone doesn't ring, and I kind of get this, I, you know, if I'm Brian Gutekunst. Ben, tell me if this is the, 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 the right approach or maybe an arrogant approach. If I'm Brian Gutekunst, you probably talk, I mean, I know you talk to Douglas down at the, the owners' meetings. And if I'm Brian Gutekunst, I don't call anybody. I'm now sitting there, I go into my office every day. I'm looking at my roster, I'm going through film, I'm doing what I need to do, worrying about the draft, and I don't pick up my phone. 
unless I'm calling an agent of one of these young guys that I could possibly be drafting. But I don't think I pick up my phone anymore. Do you? Because you don't have a reason to. Meaning to field other offers or to talk no, with the Jets? No, if, 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 uh, if somebody else calls me, I'll field the offer. I'm not actively shopping, Rogers. I'm sitting there with my cell phone on my desk. I'm doing what I do. But at this point in time, I don't have to call anybody. Definitely, yeah. Right? Yeah, whoever would reach out. It's also, yeah. I mean, yes, the Craig Carton thing is what it is, but it doesn't hurt Brian Gutekunst. The more no. you have national people talk about other teams, even if they're just speculating, right. if anything, it could force the Jets to actually get it done. It's I'm, also, I'm, as I've said, the Packers have their team for next year. They have a quarterback. So it's not as if this decision is right. going to impact the rest of their offseason, except for yeah. can they actually draft somebody with those two picks, or are they in the future? Which, while I would rather them in this draft, it's not the end of the world if they move back. Yeah, Brian Gutekunst has kind of laid down the gauntlet and said this is what we're looking for. And this is commensurate to what we believe fits your circumstance, our circumstance, the value of the player you are getting, and the guy that has stated he wants to come there. I don't have to pick up the phone anymore. Now, once you get past June 1st, you got to pick up the phone. But between now and June 1st, I don't have to pick up the phone. I don't, I don't, I don't call anybody. If Shanahan, if Lynch want to call me, you know my number. And if if Douglas doesn't want to call me and that deal doesn't get done, chances are my phone's going to start ringing. And I'm going to be in the catbird seat. Because I get to wait until after June 1st to make a deal. I get a team that becomes a little more desperate such as the 49ers i don't want to trade them in conference that's my last that's my last resort but if i'm going to i'm going to look at the 49ers i'm going to say look i got a deal on the table right now with the jets for this and that went by the wayside and if the jets do make it to the postseason those picks that i were i was going to get are going to drop next year so that that whole value chart goes out the window goes out the window so now the Jets are scrambling because they don't have a quarterback. Zach Wilson's an idiot. So you've got Zach Wilson and the Jets, and then you got the 49ers. Trey Lance is coming back from a, a just a completely destroyed ankle. You've got an elbow issue with Brock Purdy, none of which are really going to make any of the OTAs. You don't you don't have anybody to throw the football. And an OTA. I why I, I don't have to call anybody at this point. I sit back and just start to let it go. And I let the Jets know, say, hey, look, we're coming to the trade deadline. You know, if he hasn't already said, you got the trade deadline. After that, I'm opening it up. Let me know. And then I let Woody Johnson sit in his palatial estate somewhere up, you know, in Manhattan. And he better start taking a modium because he's going to be crapping himself. Because after all of this, the visit to Malibu, all the pictures, now Rogers is being photographed grabbing crystals. It's in the New York Post, and people are tracking him down. All of this. And what's going to be uh, all over the face of Woody Johnson is the egg. 
you, you signed Alan Lazard, man. Why? He's not better than what you have. You signed him in anticipation of getting this guy. And didn't happen. I, I'm, I'm, that's just me at this point. If I'm Brian Gutekunst, I don't even pick up the phone. I put my feet on the desk. I keep watching film of all these young guys I want to draft to make this team better. And the Aaron Rodgers saga is completely out of my mind. Yeah. Gary says they can always pull the we've got Zach Wilson card. Yeah, hopefully you get a paper cut when you do that. Uh, let's do this. We're going to step out. We're going to take a quick break. But I think about that for a minute now. Think about that in the grand scheme of things. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. You want to find us, please feel free. Go ahead and do so again. 877-867-1670. Hey, our friends at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. They are the ones that did my gym. I was down there this morning. I did a quick reel, as a matter of fact, on the treadmill. But uh, they're the ones that did the gym. The gym is fantastic. I love that floor down there. Everybody that comes over that goes down and looks at it, the first thing they say is, I love the floor. He can do the same thing for you and paint the room like he did for me. That's epoxyflooringdoneright.com. From Green Bay to Milwaukee to Madison and Everything in between, epoxyflooringdoneright.com. Call them 262-443-2852. 262-443-2852. Call our buddy Sean Moore, The Bill Michael Show. This is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. came into uh came into existence uh, for our uh, motorcycle ride just about a week or two ago and uh, Craig Every from uh, Every Plumbing and Heating out in uh out in Lacrosse uh, called us up and said hey look um you know my grandfather uh was a Korean War veteran Clayton Every founded this back in 1969 we're a family owned business third generation now and uh, and Craig just took it over uh for Denny which was his dad and uh, said, hey, look, um, you know, we uh, we want to be a part of the motorcycle ride, part of the program. So uh, they, uh, since they are a veteran-founded company, they wanted to be a part of it. I said, absolutely. Uh, whenever we can do something for the veterans, the military members, their family, please come on board. So they've been serving lacrosse in Trempolo County, Monroe, Vernon, Jackson for a long time now. And uh, they are not only uh, servicing, you know, the homes and such in that area, but also they're looking to hire uh, electricians and plumbers with experience in new construction, residential, and light commercial. So, uh, And they are hiring licensed plumbers uh, with great wages, and uh, they keep uh, all the calls confidential, by the way. But uh, they're putting the emphasis with the uh, customers, the employee, the satisfaction, and uh, they, uh, they're they just good people. And I got a chance to know them a little bit, talk to them on the phone for a little while, and uh, just uh, good to have them on board and supporting our veterans and supporting our military members and their families. Call them, 608-783-2803. So if you're out in those areas, uh, if you're out in La Crosse or Jackson or Vernon or Monroe, say in West Salem or Holman, Shelby, on Alaska, whatever, call them, 608-783-2803, 608-783-2803. That's every plumbing and heating serving uh, out there in that lacrosse area. Good to, good to have the western portion of the state chime in. And whenever we get businesses from those areas, whether it's Viroqua or lacrosse or Eau Claire or uh, even up into, uh, say, our friends at Rice Lake and Wausau, whatever, I love it when they when they jump on board and want to be a part of the program and want to be a part of uh, 
want to be a part of the motorcycle ride because really that's what it's all about. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Jeremy asks, do you think that Rodgers feels like he's been a little bit disrespected because the Jets are not offering him up right now? Uh, they're not coming up to the number one. I wouldn't be surprised if Rodgers puts on his busy uh, <laughs> pants and tells the Jets, give me, uh, give me my ball, I'm going home. <laughs> no. I think the way he would look at it is that uh, the Packers are being mean. No, I, I don't know. I mean, I think he has to understand that on one hand, um, on one hand, the, the Packers have moved on. I, I think that's clear. The Packers and he have now begun to part ways. Um, that now it's business. And he would look at it as, as he stated already, the Packers are dragging. They've dug their heels in, he said. Remember, that was his comment. That was his quote. They dug their heels in. In other words, well, it's it's the, the trade is not being held up by the Jets. They want me. Well, of course they want you. You know, I'd, I'd love a Lamborghini. And if somebody wants to sell me a Lamborghini for, you know, for $20,000, I'm buying it in a heartbeat. <laughs> it's, it's not me holding up the deal. It's the dealership, right? Wrong. Nobody's going to give away a Lamborghini for $20,000. What's holding up the, the problem is is the fact that I'm not willing to pay the value for what the car actually is. It's the best way to put it. Scott says, uh, Bill, uh, disagree. The uh, Packers no longer want him. The impact is to get something or get nothing. Will they let Rodgers show up for mandatory minicamp? Doubtful. Uh, in the catbird seat, until you choke on the feathers, time will tell. No, I, 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 I've said that. Scott, this is the way I look at it. Right now, the Packers are in the catbird seat because of timing, okay? They have three weeks to get a deal done with the Jets. After that, then you start to look at the value, okay? If the Jets still want to give up, say, a two and a conditional pick, well, that two next year, if Rodgers gets traded, won't be nearly as high as the two this year or the one this year. You've got the 13th overall pick. So you give me your first-round draft choice. Suppose Rodgers is that good. Suppose he comes back and gives you an MVP season, and that team gets deep into the postseason, say, to an AFC championship game. means they're 28th at worst. That number one pick is 28. goes from 13 to 28. 15 spaces down. Think about that. So say you wait until day two, and you still can't get a deal done. And then after it's all said and done, the Jets say, we'll go ahead and make the trade after June 1st, and we're going to give you – the, the the one second-round draft choice we told you we'd give you. Well, it's got to be conditional on what? The 42nd and 43rd? Because what happens if you do go deep into the postseason? Those those second-round picks are going to go down as well. So the, the, the Jets no longer have the aces in their hand with that 13th overall or high-end picks in the second round. Because if what happens is if what's expected to happen happens, their draft picks will, will will go down. So if I'm the Packers, why do I want to all of a sudden say, yeah, first-round draft choice, give it to me, man. I'll take that 28th. What? It's a high second-round pick, basically. Why do I want to do that? So now what I would do if I'm the Packers and we get to the draft, if we're sitting here three weeks from today, three weeks from today, and no deal is done. By the way, we're going to have our first-round coverage again coming up this year. Ben, you know that, right? We're doing the uh, first round of the draft again, correct? I think so. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there you go. Ben Kenny's all on board. Just like that, boom, decisions are being made. It's crazy. So you get to this point in three weeks, 
and you still don't have a deal in place, if I'm Brian Gutekunst, I'm taking calls from anybody and everybody. Now, you know Rodgers is only going to go to a couple places, so you can't really get into serious discussions with a lot of different people. But if the deal's not done, I'm taking the phone calls. And, Douglas, you're one of the last ones I'm going to pick up on. Because I already know what you want to offer me. I'm going to take what everybody else wants to offer me. And if it's better, you're out. But the caveat is, after that draft, hey, guys, we're going to get the deal done. It's going to happen. Let's just wait until after June 1st. Because then it makes sense. Uh-oh. We have Jets quarterback news, Bill. Uh-oh. Zach Wilson has been involved in a public urination incident. Unfortunately not. The New York Jets are signing veteran quarterback Tim Boyle to a one-year deal. He reunites with offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett, who was his offensive coordinator with the Packers. There you go, Mike Garofalo. Garofalo. Dropping that news on us. The Jets have signed veteran quarterback Tim Boyle. Now, come on. Come on. You know this deal's getting done, right? Boyle was uh, was Rodgers' dude, man. Rodgers liked him. Rodgers liked Tim Boyle. There you have it. We're getting closer. Well, yeah, because he <laughs> likes Tim Boyle because he would never threaten him to take the hey, job. No, <laughs> Tim Boyle was his guy. They had those conversations. There was that mental depth chart there when he talked to Tim about, you know, aliens and crop circles and, you know, does your toilet spin, you know, counterclockwise to the way it does in Australia when the water goes down, all that kind of stuff, you know? What? Yeah. Wait, is that a thing? I, I have no idea. Oh, that'd be crazy if toilet water spanned the other way, <laughs> go the other side of the equator, get gravity going the other direction. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. But uh, but there you go. There you go. And Ian so Rappaport now, also chimes in. He says, who does he know could also be a Jets quarterback, in parentheses, at some point, not soon enough, question mark. Mm-hmm. Right? So there you go. There you have it. We have got bona fide confirmation. It's all going down. It's all going down, man. There you go. 877-867-1670. On that note, let's step uh, step aside, take a quick break. We'll come back. We've got a lot more to get to. But there has been quarterback news in Green Bay. No, there has been quarterback news in New York. Tim Boyle. Tim Boyle is now. <laughs> I say that with a straight face. Tim Boyle is now a uh, is now a New York Jet. I don't care. There you go. Yeah, right? Hey, this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Nice Ash. Starting tonight, they have uh, entertainment. Bands tonight, bands tomorrow, bands Saturday as well, uh, going into the holiday weekend. And uh, if you're looking to just go down, kick back uh, tomorrow, watch a Brewers game, and maybe have a cigar, hookah, good beverage, whiskey, bourbon, do it. There you go. It's a great place to go. Uh, they even serve some pizzas down there. They don't have really food on tap, but they got some pizzas. You want to sit in there and munch a little bit, they can do that. Uh, but it's a terrific place, and the entertainment is like a hodgepodge. You can go in there one night and see one guy playing a guitar and just have a good time. Or like it was two weeks ago, we walked in, and it was this brass band, and they were jazz, and oh, my God, they were fantastic. So just a potpourri of everything when it comes to entertainment as well. That's Nice Ash Cigar Bar, 323 West Main Street, downtown Waukesha. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. 
Welcome back to the program. Breaking news. Tim Boyle now on the roster. They need somebody. If they don't get Rodgers by uh, by the draft day and they bring in all the rookies and they want to throw passes to them, all they have is Zach Wilson. They need a quarterback. And Tim Boyle, uh, him and he and Rodgers got along pretty well together. So those two guys now uh, we're waiting for Rodgers and the other shoe to drop. But Tim Boyle now. Uh, a quarterback for the New York Jets. Hey, I'll let Kane and Kane Jewelers rock your world in West Bend. It's worth the drive. It, it, it truly is. Uh, let Andy and his staff do, which they do such a fantastic job in explaining everything to you and helping you along the way. Let them kind of rock your world. K-O-E-H-N, KaneJewelry.com. That is KaneJewelry.com, located in West Bend. And if you go to the website, at the bottom of the page, there's Buy Like a Guy. Uh, Andy does a podcast, fantastic podcast. So uh, take a listen to that as well. But that's KaneJewelry.com, KaneJewelry.com. So Tim Boyle is now the, uh, the backup quarterback in New York. He's an arm. And again, if you, if you don't get this thing done or Rodgers doesn't show up to an OTA or a minicamp, you don't other than Zach Wilson, you don't have anybody to throw passes. So uh, I'm sure you'll bring in some street free agents, but you know, short of Nathaniel Hackett out there winging it around, you didn't have anybody. So they signed Tim Boyle and Tim Boyle was uh was a good dude, man. He was uh, he was he was a guy that uh, Aaron Rodgers liked. They got along well together in that quarterback room. And he can also maybe uh, coach him up to what Aaron likes and how he's learned under Aaron. So yet another eerie connection to the Green Bay Packers, and Aaron Rodgers is now going to a different color green. There you go. Also, Bill, unfortunately, Kirk Benker cannot be the third string there because some news broke yesterday afternoon, two days ago, that he is out for the rest of the season with the San Antonio Brahmas because he broke his ribs. So there you go. Jack Cohn will reclaim that job. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I still think the uh, the Stetson Bennett to Green Bay sounds pretty good in my ears. Doesn't it? Still right? like that call. Yeah. That's what still I'm like saying. Still like that call. Yeah. Still like that. I mean, there's also a um, bunch of nobody backups that you could find. Like guys that have never really played, but maybe could hold a clipboard and be good in the room. But mm-hmm. Bennett is the guy, if something happens to love, could actually come in and throw a football mm-hmm. or you have cam newton still out there who by the way and i i you sent me this and i have not even addressed it yet but cam newton now says hey guys i'm willing to be a backup in the nfl uh he's willing to back up uh guys like deshaun watson sam Howe, malik willis fields Tua, josh hurt lamar rogers three rookies whatever but Cam Newton, which, by the way, I've always said Cam Newton worries more about fashion than he does anything else. In uh, what is that, the Shannon Sharp uh, podcast or something? What, what is he doing there? I don't what know. What podcast is he doing? But I, I think no we should start with his hat. It, it is a hat. Now, are those dreadlocks coming out of the top of the hat? I think so. <laughs> Like what the hell is that? I'm gonna I'm gonna retweet that. I, I think like, he's what the wearing hell is that? a top hat where his hair comes up through the top. It's so there's it's no like top a, of the hat. I have no idea. <laughs> I I just retweeted it for those that want to see it. It's 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 out on Twitter. 
but he always don't get me wrong he's always dressed in bow ties and fashionable but I always said he cared more cared more about fashion about being photographed walking in and out of a stadium and what he looked like and people that were going to run out and buy his garb than he did uh, about playing quarterback but I'm like what the hell is he wearing and I thought it was big feathers at first I think that I think he cut a hole in the top of the hat and dreadlocks are coming out I could be wrong but you got to go take a look. There you go. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. You want to give us a shout? Do it. Got a lot of uh, a lot of Brewers stuff. If you got uh, some enthusiasm coming out of the shit. The thing about it is with the Brewers, people say, let's talk Brewers. What do you want to talk about? Give, give me a topic. Give me something to talk It's early. They're, what, five, six games into the season. It's a long season, man. I'm not I'm not going overboard, but there's a lot of, a lot of fun to watch there. I agree with that. 